another episode of Half Times and Harmonies. And today, as promised, I'm bringing part two of the World Cup recap. Um, last week, I went over um, kind of the breakdown of what happened in the World Cup, who won, and kind of my overall thoughts about what went down in Australia slash New Zealand. There has been some other news that have come out. Unfortunately, there's just it's just been very negative news or surrounding the Spanish uh, Football Federation, and so it's it's very unfortunate. I will not be discussing those, but um, just want to say that um, it's it's an unfortunate situation, and uh, hopefully, good comes out of it. But um, yeah. Anyways, we're going to switch back into um, a little bit more domestic. So we're going to come back to the United States. Yes, now, as I said last time, the United States did get knocked out in the knockout stages. They made it, they scraped by in the group um, and uh, made it to the knockout stages. So in the round of 16, they went up against Sweden and that game got pretty, pretty tense. Um, nobody scored. In the first 90 minutes of play, plus stoppage time, and and overtime, the 30 minutes of overtime that was added on, nobody scored in that either. So the game went to PKs, and it took like six frames, I think, or seven frames um, to declare a winner. A listener, absolutely ice in her veins with her PK, and she did her best, and it was just mere inches that the Swedish won by, but, um, so unfortunately, the United States, they were knocked out in the earliest exit of all time, um, because every single other time the United States has been in the tournament, they've either made it to the championship game, they've either won the championship game, made it to the championship game, or at least made it to the semifinals, um, slash the third place game. Um, so yeah, this is the earliest exit in tournament history, um, which really brought a lot of um, questions to the um, to the management of the team. And manager Vlatko Andonovsky resigned. I think those new that news came out last week um, that he resigned instead of getting fired. <laughs> I think he just wanted to take powers into his own hands because um, he knew he was about to get fired because he has provided, I think, the worst output that the United States women's national team has seen in all of its existence with um, a bronze medal in the Olympics and just barely getting that bronze medal in the Olympics and also getting knocked out of the World Cup and the round of 16 for the first time ever. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, so he was, he's had a lot of criticism, um, since really 2021, since the Olympics. I do believe this time around, it was a little tougher for him simply because there were so many injuries to important players like Sam Mewis and, um, Christian Press and Tobin Heath and, uh, so uh, no, not Sophia Smith. Um, Mallory Swanson, gotta say Swanson now because it's not Pew anymore. Um, and um, also, I'm thinking one more, Katarina Macario. 
she was also um, injured as well. Um, they actually would have definitely made a difference in the tournament for sure. But he did have a good set of players with people like, you know, Sophia Smith. I think Roosevelt was a little limited due to injuries. But, you know, he still had Megan Rapino, Alex Morgan, um, Alyssa Nair and the goal. Um, and Becky Sauerbrunn was also missing which is big for the defense. Um, there was a lot. Um, he had some formational issues. And apparently, Lindsey Horan went on a podcast that Tobin Heath and Christian Press were hosting throughout the entire um, World Cup. She went on there, and she basically said that um, during that Sweden game, the reason why they played so well during that Sweden game was because they basically took matters into their own hands. They got together and were just like, screw it. We're going to do it ourselves. And so they basically figured out a lot of stuff and kind of ignored what the coaches said simply because they were just sick and tired of what was going on. And so they finally played cohesively and basically were playing the best that they had all tournament. And unfortunately, it just came down to a matter of not even inches, millimeters. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really really kind of sad to see you know a coach uh, do not so hot. Um, although he was long overdue for his uh, resignation, um, it's it's unfortunate. But future is bright. There's a lot of young players that are up and coming, um, and that will uh, definitely be carrying the team from now on like um like Sophia Smith and like Alyssa Thompson the 18 year old um Trinity Rodman she's about 20 and uh in the back line we have Naomi Gurma who's about 23 ish so yes yeah, we got we got some good young core to build upon we've got lots of good mid middle aged <laughs> veterans i'd say folks are in their late 20s early 30s like um like a Christy Mewis like a Crystal Dunn, um, uh, like a like a Rose Lavelle, and uh, whenever Mallory Swanson gets back, um, she'll be great. She'll be great too. Um, but the future is bright, and for all those who are like, "Oh, the world is catching up," they are. But at the same time, we still have a lot to be proud of and a lot to focus on here in the states, and we'll definitely be at back at the top pretty pretty soon. Um, we've got a lot of folks leaving, but we've got a lot of folks coming up and, um, with a little bit of clearing house, um, we'll be able to get everything right back on track in the way it's supposed to be and winning world cups and Olympics. And that's also another thing. The Olympics are coming up, um, next summer in 2024, um, in Paris. And so that's, that'll be also a very good test and, uh, we'll see if we have a new coach by then. And if we do, we'll see how that new coach does. Um, but in time, we'll have our... We, but right now, we have our interim coach who will be coaching against a couple of friendlies against Colombia and then South Africa later on um, in the year where Megan Rapino will be playing her final uh, U.S. national team match, which is uh, pretty sad. But we're grateful for all that she provided um, to the team. Um, another big thing was that they only scored three goals in four games. <laughs> now, in comparison to the 2019 World Cup, um, 
they outscored their opponents, I'm pretty sure somewhere in the mid 20s, like 23, 24 to like three or four. Yeah, it was it was a lot to a little. Um, There was like five shutouts and including in the championship game and a lot of just a lot of good goal scoring, lots of good goal scores. Two players on the team had five goals. Granted, Alex Morgan did only have like, you know, like five goals in one game and then scored another against England, but Megan Rapino had six as well. Um but still there's a lot of like multi goal scores um on that twenty nineteen squad and there's a lot of help in the back line with Sauerbrunn and Dahl Kemper back there and of course Alyssa Nair holding it down. But that's besides the point. That's in the past. We're looking towards the future, ladies and gentlemen. We are looking towards the future. And the future is bright for the United States national team, women's national team. The men, that is a completely different story, and I can talk about them later. But (laughs) thank you guys so much for joining me. And next week, we will be having a special, special interview um, next week. And um, I'm so excited for to uh, announce the guest for next week. So y'all stay tuned for that. And as always... Adios, ciao, and goodbye.